Hello and welcome to Million Dollar Monday. I'm your host, Greg Mazzello, bringing you real successful people with real useful advice for people with big dreams. I understand big dreams. I turned an investment of $200 and a lot of great advice from some really successful people into my big dream, Proforma, that today is a half billion dollar company. Well, we have a fascinating guest today who describes herself as a media entrepreneur and general badass. And uh, uh, she is currently the co-founder and CEO of a company called Suna. I am excited to visit with Liz Georgie. Liz, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love your story. So let's start at the beginning. Just tell us a little bit about the growing up years or your educational years. Where did you learn your general interest in business itself? And then what I want to hear is take us through, you know, where where did you eventually learn your desire to own your own business? Well, I like to say that I was born into business. I grew up in Northern Minnesota. And the reason that we lived in Northern Minnesota is that my grandparents owned a canoe outfitter that serviced the Boundary Waters Canoe Area, which is the national park between Northern Minnesota and the Canadian border. And we would take people on canoe expeditions and rent canoes as they decided to go on their own vacations in the Boundary Waters. And my grandfather had that business for 25 years. And I grew up in the back of the shop meeting customers and sweeping the front stoop and just being generally part of the day-to-day. And it was a really formative experience. One of the things that you realize growing up in a family that has a business is that a business can both be a community builder and something that really helps to create the identity of of the people who are running it. You know, if you go back to Northern Minnesota, there is nobody who doesn't know about my grandfather's canoe outfitter. Uh, and so it's a, it definitely builds community around it. But the second thing that I learned is that some businesses can be hugely influential for the community and not be very profitable. Uh, that business was not wildly successful by any means because it was very seasonal. And so in the winter, we sold Christmas trees. And I learned a lot about hustling and grinding and doing really hard things in order to be able to survive and support your family. And naturally, I thought, well, this seems really hard. I can't imagine possibly doing this for the rest of my life. And so I studied in college. I studied broadcast television. I wanted to be a rich and famous news anchor. Um, That was my dream was to be Barbara Walters. And that at the time really suited my ambitions. I love production. I still love production. It's something that I built my businesses around. But, you know, the thing about it is that you, you start to absorb business, if you are born into business, I think by, by uh, sheer force of the universe, you know, when my grandfather passed in 2012, I literally went, uh, came home from, from the trip to, to be there for my grandfather's funeral and realized, well, this television career is now over. I have to start a business. The baton has been passed. It was really just natural for me to decide to to start my first business. And so in 2013, I started my first business. It was called Mightier. Very proud of that business. I bootstrapped that business. And we were a production company that serviced companies with their video ads. And we worked with the biggest brands in the world, brands like General Mills and Wells Fargo and 
Facebook. And it was an incredible experience. It was my version of getting an MBA. I was actually starting the business, learning the business inside and out. And I'm always amazed by how those foundational lessons that I learned around paying your taxes and how you hire someone, uh, they still resonate with me now today where I've got 7,000 customers and 100 employees at my, at my company today. It's a totally different world. I, I tell people I have a very expensive MBA, right? And so do you, right? With all of the mistakes yeah. I've made. And of course, the things that we've done right, we're still here talking. But uh, all right. So take us from Mightyor uh, mm-hmm. to Suna. Talk, tell us how you, uh, why you wanted to transition into a different kind of an organization and how you transitioned into a different kind of business. I know that it's going to sound kind of silly, but. I kind of felt like I had no choice. I was on a vacation in 2018 with my director of animation, Haley, at my first company. We went to Palm Springs together to hike in Joshua Tree and just take some time off. And we spent most of that vacation talking about how we were saying no to far more customers than we were saying yes to, and how we wished that there was more technology in the production process, that there were no tools that made it easy for someone to plan a photo shoot. If you wanted to participate in a photo shoot, you had to do it inside of a studio. You couldn't do it online. And we became kind of obsessed with this conversation. It just never stopped happening. We got back from that trip and every weekend and every free moment that we had we would spend time kind of working through, well, what would this software look like and how would we build it and talking to people who could help us build it. And by the end of uh, 2018, Haley and I had a prototype for our virtual photo shoot platform. It actually wasn't great, but it worked. <laughs> it made it possible for someone to take a picture on a camera and within five seconds for it to show up in your browser in real time for you to review and give feedback on. And so at the end of that year, at the end of 2018, we went on another trip to California and we said, boy, are we going to do this? Are we going to sell our Mm -hmm. successful first company and go after this interesting thing that we've been building kind of as a hobby? And I think we both just said to each other, there's something undeniable about what, how much more impact we could have with this business. And, uh, kind of took the leap at the beginning of 2019. We uh, started working on selling my first business. We applied to Techstars, which is a technology accelerator. We were accepted to Techstars Boulder. And as the ball kept rolling down the hill, by the end of 2019, we launched our product in the world. And, you know, I'm incredibly proud of that decision. But boy, oh boy, it was scary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you had already taken a huge leap in starting your own business, but that was working and it was paying the bills and it was doing well. It grew to, uh, what did you tell me, $4 million a year? Yeah. I mean, my first business was was a life-changing experience. Yeah. I went from, you know, making maybe $20,000, $30,000 a year as a freelance editor to, you know, being able to set my family up for life. It was completely life-changing. It also gave me the capital I needed to build the initial prototypes of Suna. I put a half a million dollars of my own money into building the first prototype for Suna. 
And that's why I often say it's like I have two kids and one went off to college. Uh, my first business had to graduate into a, another business to service another need and to do a different job than what it did for me. And now I've got this new business that is the new child that needs to be raised and taken care of. But a big leap because you were doing very well in that business and uh, many people chew off their left arm to do as well as you were doing with that. All right. What was the problem? You already explained it to me, but explain to our audience the problem in doing photo shoots, all of the steps that are involved and how Suna has solved that problem. Creating content for the internet, it turns out, is a slow, painful, and expensive process for brands. If you are not using Suna, you have to find a photographer. You might go online and book them on a site or ask your friends on Facebook if they know a professional photographer. Once you find a photographer, then you have to find a studio. And so you'll book a studio for maybe $1,000 or more a day. Then you've got to rent the equipment and find the props and decide what shots you want to take and come up with your creative concepts. And this whole process takes months and can literally cost up to $50,000. That's what the average project costs at my first company. With Suno, we've really decided to turn everything on its head and say, we want it to be as easy as anything else you do online and take away all these extra decisions that distract businesses from being able to just focus on what matters the most, which is making their product look its best. So I know you had two fundraising rounds. You want to tell us about how those came about? Because you truly bootstrapped the business with the significant sum of your own money. How and when did the two fundraising rounds happen? Well, coming out of Techstars, you know, you go through a Techstars accelerator program or maybe Y Combinator, 500 startups. There's a lot of different accelerator programs, but most of these accelerator programs are designed around how can you do more faster? And one of the ways you can do more faster is actually having the capital to build your product as quickly as possible. So coming out of Techstars, we knew that we were going to raise venture capital in order to continue to build out the software platform that we had started building. And I really came about the process very naive. I had worked with business bankers primarily in my first business, you know, using debt capital as a way to finance our growth and make strategic decisions. But what I found is that there's a lot of analogous parts to venture capital. It's just a bit more chaotic. So, you know, you still have to build a relationship with an investor, build in a relationship with a fund. But they maybe aren't looking at business financials so much as they're just looking at, do I believe that this is a possible big business? Do I believe that customers love it? You know, they're really analyzing your business based on market realities versus the simple numbers in your business. And so I went about that process very naive, but learned very quickly that it's very much about convincing people that your version of the future is going to be real. And I've been really fortunate that I've been able to work with funds like Starting Line Ventures in Chicago and Matchstick Ventures here in Colorado, as well as Union Square Ventures in New York, which who recently led my Series A. And they all really are bought into the belief that enabling easier e-commerce, which is what we do here at Suna and the photography side of e-commerce, is a big opportunity and part of the future of how we'll do business. I told you you've raised almost 15 million, I think, right? Is that right? right? A little over 15 million. Is yeah. it public? Is it public what your current valuation was in your series A, or you don't want to talk about that? No, it's not public. And, okay. and that's mostly because we we want to make sure that we we keep what we can keep in our control in our control. <laughs> absolutely. Listen, absolutely. I and I think that's a delicate balance for 
a bootstrapper to say, when do I need to cut up this pie so that at the end of the day, my piece is still worth more than the whole pie would have been if I'd held on to the whole thing. It is a delicate balance. I know you're going to be able to show us, maybe sharing your screen or something, exactly what some of the work is that you do so that we can, so our audience can understand it. Yeah. Why don't I give you a tour of what a virtual photo shoot is and actually Good. explain how this looks for our Please. So, Great. Uh, a couple of key things to just express before I share my screen. The first is that anytime a student customer needs a photo, they're going to book a photo shoot online. So they're going to go to student.co and they're going to create their photo shoot. Now, why might they need to create a photo shoot? Well, just think of all the things you purchase online, whether it's going to be your lunch on Uber Eats or maybe a new outfit on Nordstrom. There's a photo for every single one of those purchases. Every one of those transactions is powered by a photo. What Suna does is we provide those photos to the brands. We help create those photos for them. And so what I'm about to show you is a virtual photo shoot, which allows our customers to participate in their photo shoot in real time and power what ultimately is the visual part of their e-commerce store. So let's get right into it. I'm going to start by showing you just a few of the examples of photo shoots that are happening right now. And let's go ahead and take a look at this uh, pumpkin themed photo shoot that is currently occurring. So this is live in the moment. The customer is able to see each of these photos within five seconds of the photographer shuttering in our studio spaces. We have studios in Minneapolis, Denver, and Austin where we service these photo shoots. And the customer is able to work with these photos in a completely manual uh, a la carte manner, meaning they're able to make favorites that they can share with their team. So far, these are their favorites today. They can see what the photographer's favorite images are from this shoot. And they can give feedback in real time here in the chat where we can actually sneak a peek and see how this photo shoot is going. It looks like they want to have some falling leaves on each of these on each of these products. And so that's what they're going to work on now. They can also combine these photos into gifts. So here's an example of how the customer was able to combine these photos and create this adorable little gif uh, that they can purchase right now on the platform. One of the best parts of Suna is that these photos are entirely a la carte. So as I mentioned before, you know, having to plan a photo shoot and put a lot of money up front is a huge cost. But actually, this customer will pay $39 for each one of these photos, $93 for each one of those gifts or video clips, and we'll deliver them in 24 hours. We believe we're building the fastest and most affordable way to create professional content online. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um... And I guess I never really thought about how do all of those pictures end up online. But and I'll tell you a little secret why I know you are doing the right thing. Because when I go on DoorDash to order food, and if I happen to go to a, um, a, 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 a restaurant or a provider that doesn't have good pictures, I go, I bail out and I go try to find somebody because I don't know what does this look like. So many times when you're trying to order sushi, sushi or you know, uh, uh, different things without a picture, I'm not ordering. And so I even know from my own experience, the importance of a picture and making sales happen. Oh, we have seen data from the National Retailers Association that says that as much as 97% of the purchase decision comes down to a picture. And so it Amen. is really yeah. the most important asset. I like to say it's the equivalent of making a photographic first impression for every single one of your products. Yeah, I love it. All right. I, I'm really intrigued by you. Uh, you're a fascinating person. And I think you're building an amazing company that hard to know how huge the upside is. So that's, that's very exciting. Um, 
I know you shared with us one of your goals and uh, you want to go ahead and share it with everybody because I love it. Yeah. One of the things I really believe in, especially being a female founder, is that we need more examples of success. And I've been so fortunate that my businesses have been successful. You know, my first business, I remember reading the statistic that less than 1% of women-owned businesses will ever make more than a million dollars in a year. That is outstanding and outlandish at the same time. And when you look at the amount of venture capital that's been raised by female founders, so far in 2021, only 2.2% of all venture dollars have been given to female founders. And so I really see part of my journey as being a journey of showing people that it is possible that Women teams can actually build exceptional and giant businesses that can be very successful. And so now the goal that I'm putting out into the world and sharing with people is that I'm truly looking forward to the day when Suna IPOs. I believe that Suna will be a business that IPOs. And the reason that I want to IPO is because I know that it will be a massive wealth generating event for the amazing people that have gone on this journey with me other women leaders that have joined me on building this business. And a fun fact is that, you know, my co-founder Haley and I, we met on Halloween. It was actually at a Halloween party that we met. Oh, this is making sense now. Yes. My personal ambition is to IPO on Halloween, wearing our favorite costumes to really just show the world uh, that two women can do impossible things. I love it. I love it. All right. Um, you're a very inspiring person. And just listening to you, I can feel the energy and I have no doubt you're going to achieve all of that and more. As we close our time together, first, tell us one or two of the biggest mistakes you made along the way and what the lessons were from them. I think the two biggest mistakes that I can point to are, first of all, really understand how to make a business legally and how to do it okay. the right way, uh, because it will cost you a lot of money to do it the wrong way. And that's everything from making sure that you're filing in the appropriate states and that you're paying your unemployment and you're doing the things that actually make it possible for your business to flourish legally. But my second massive mistake was really underestimating how much power I have in setting the tone of our culture. You know, how I treat people gives people permission to treat others the same way or, you know, really mirror my behavior. And so every single day now, based on some of the mistakes I've been, when maybe I was too short or too impatient or didn't have enough empathy, I've really tried to look at my leadership as an opportunity to show everyone else how to treat each other. And so that was a massive learning for me. You know, and I don't think it's because I have the same problem and I have struggled sometimes with the same problem. It's never really because anybody wants to be unkind. It's just that we're in a hurry to get whatever we want done, done. And yet uh, it sometimes that's just not the emotionally intelligent route to go. So uh, it is a very important lesson. All right. But more importantly, because you're doing a lot of things right, Liz, tell us about a couple of the huge successes that you've had so far in building this business and the lessons learned from them? The successes that I'm most proud of are the day when I found out that 50% of the creatives on our platform were women. Uh, That is something I'm exceptionally proud of. Commercial photographers, only 9% that make a living are actually women. And so the fact that 50-50 are men and women is something that I'm exceptionally proud of. 
Another massive success, though, is that we opened additional capacity in our Austin studio in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, last year, we were able to add another 3,000 square feet of photography space, and we're going to continue to add more space this year. We're about to open a facility that's 20,000 square feet, uh, and I can't wait to open that facility at the end of this year. And I think another success for me at the end of the day is really just being able to live my values in this business. I really believe that when you meet the people who work at Suna or when you encounter Suna as a customer, that you can tell that there's a great deal of integrity in what we do here. And that feels like it really was hard won, but very important. Hugely important. Liz, you are an amazing young woman, an amazing entrepreneur an amazing general badass and i really appreciate our time together thank you very much liz thank you have a wonderful day